Yeah. 
Lord be with you. Let us pray. Almighty God, you know we live in the midst of so many dangers that in our frailty we cannot stand upright. Grant strength and protection to support us in all dangers and carry us through all temptations. Through Jesus Christ, our Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. It is not irritable or resentful. 
It does not rejoice at wrong doings, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. As for prophecies, they will pass away. As for tongues, they will cease. As for knowledge, it will pass away. For we know in part, and we prophesy in part. For when the perfect comes, the pressure will pass away. When I was a child, I spoke like a child. I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I gave up childish ways. For now we see in a mirror dimly, but then face to face. Now I know in part that I shall know fully, even as I have been fully known. So now faith, hope, and love abide. These three, but the greatest of these is love. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Thing I am trusting Jesus. And they were astonished at his teaching, 
for his word possessed authority. And in the synagogue there was a man who had the spirit of an unclean demon. And he cried out with a loud voice, Ha! What have you to do with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. But Jesus rebuked him, saying, Be silent, and come out of him. And when the demon had thrown him down in their midst, he came out of him, having done him no harm. And they were all amazed and said to one another, What is this word? For with authority and power he commands the unclean spirits, and they come out. And reported about him went out into every place and in the surrounding region. And he arose and left the synagogue and entered Simon's house. Now Simon's mother-in-law was ill with a high fever, and they appealed to him on her behalf. And he stood over her and rebuked the fever, and it left her. And immediately she rose and began to serve them. Now when the sun was setting, all those who had any who were sick with various diseases brought them to him. And he laid his hands on every one of them and healed them. And demons also came out of many, crying, You are the Son of God. But he rebuked them and would not allow them to speak, because they knew that he was the Christ. And when it was day, he departed and went into a desolate place. And the people sought him and came to him, and would have kept him from leaving them. But he said to them, I must preach the good news of the kingdom of God to the other towns as well, for I was sent for this purpose. And he was preaching in the synagogues of Judea. This is the gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise you, Lord Christ. Please be seated. Are there any children who would like to come up with the children's message? Butter. Yep. Right? Got that butter. We won't get any nice 
cookies, a little bit of salt to finish it off, right? And there we go. Oops. And my vanilla. And top of my salt. So, and you need to stir it up, right? You can use your hand. You want to stir it all up for me? No? You want to stir it for me? You want to stir it? Wow! You want to stir it? No? Should I stir it? Gotta stir it, right? Gotta mix it all up for us. It will not make chocolate chip cookies. Alright, so, next we do whatever, right? Make them brown, right? Put them on a cookie sheet and throw them in the oven, right? Am I forgetting anything? It seems like I'm forgetting something. No, I got, I got, I got that. Awesome. We're making chocolate chip cookies. What am I missing? Cookies. 
Okay, we'll blow up my talking tips for a second, and I'll get the ball. Did you hear all those bones crack? Okay. <laughs> there we go. Let's mix it all up. We now have fake chocolate chip cookies, but you know what they stand for, right? I know, I should have probably baked some yesterday and brought some. Huh? That would make me happier. No? All right, let's pray. Guys, pray with me. Dear God, your love never fails. Help us to love others the way you love us. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. Um, our children's church, I think, Lois is sick. So I think we're canceling today, unless you guys want to take it. You got it? All right, you guys are good. Thank you. Let's sing our hymn of the day.
So again, our text this morning comes from Paul's letter to the first letter to the Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter, verses one through thirteen. Um, and uh, I encourage you to read that this afternoon when you go home. In between the two football games, you know, half an hour, you can read. Okay, so it's more important than today's football games, as important they are to most of our lives or many of our lives. The words from Corinthians are almost poetic in nature, and yet they're so authentic that they seem to touch our very souls. And in these words from Corinthians, God gives us a beautiful description of what love looks like. In these words, God tells us that love looks like something. Love is not just simply a feeling or romantic notions of some sort. It looks like something. Each of us here to, are here today because we believe the biblical message of our Savior Jesus Christ and His cross and His resurrection. Yes? Whether they believe whether the law of the pendulum was true or not. And every single person 
convinced. Even the professor raised his hands. Ken's lesson was not over yet. Unbeknownst to them, Ken had come in earlier, and he hung from the steel ceiling beams in the middle of the room a large, crude, but fully functional pendulum. He had attached 250 pounds of metal weights tied to four strands of 500-pound chest parachute cords. Ken invited the teacher to climb into, on top of this table and sit on a chair with his head against a cement wall. The student then pulled the metal um, pendulum to the teacher, right up to his nose, and asked the professor, do you believe in the law of the pendulum? And very meekly, he said, yes. With that, Ken Davis released the pendulum. It made a swishing sound as it arced and it reached all the way across the room to the far end and it paused momentarily and it started back. And at that moment, the teacher dived off of the table. Davis turned to the class and said, does he believe in the law of the pendulum? And in unison, the students responded, no. Saying that we believe something and actually living like we believe it are two different things, aren't they? Love lived, lived out looks different than simply clinging to a theoretical notion of love. In our gospel lesson last week, you find Jesus living the way he believes. And it made things very uncomfortable for him. The gospel lesson last week tells us that the people that heard Jesus really upset at him. I mean, they were fired up. They were so angry that they rose up and they forced him to the edge of town to a cliff where they had planned to throw him, throw him over to his death. Do you suppose that Jesus knew that this was going to happen? The answer is sure. In fact, the lesson tells us that Jesus told the people that a prophet is never accepted in his hometown. And in spite of that fact, even though Jesus knew that the people were going to be angry, and they would try to hurt him, he took the risk to tell them about the salvation that God had provided for them. He took that message, and he told them that God's Messiah was standing right in front of them. That he, Jesus Christ, was the Savior of the world. So why did Jesus take that risk? Even though he knew that the people were going to get angry. We can say, well, he's God, so he was going to take it. But the reality really is, is that's what love looks like. Consider the alternative. Without the forgiveness that God offers in Christ, the people in Nazareth would perish. People today would perish. Without Christ, our neighbors, co-workers, family members would perish. And so, because Jesus loved, he took the risk of speaking God's truth. Love looks like something. Jesus came and revealed himself as Messiah. Love looks like something. Love in action sacrifices self for others. 
See there on the cross, the Son of God bruised, bleeding, dying. Because he looks like something. Love forgives and doesn't hold grudges. Hear the love as it cries out, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Because love looks like something. See, love endure and suffer all things as the Father turns away. Jesus says, my God, my God, why have thou forsaken me? Yes, love looks like something. See, love endure. See, love sacrifice for all the beloved. See him die for you, for me. Because love looks like something. And look, the grave is empty. Jesus rose because the power of love looks like something. By simply believing in what Jesus did for you and for me on the cross and in his resurrection, God forgives us and makes us his children. Do you believe this? Yes. Should I ask that again? Do you believe this? Yes. yes. That's what Jesus would do. He would stand there and he would ask you, do you believe it? Hopefully, all of our hearts can say yes. But I have another question for you. This one you just need to think about. What does the love that God has placed in your heart look like? What would you risk as a result? Would you risk sharing the good news of Christ's forgiveness with your family, friends, co-workers, classmates? Listen, by doing so, the Lord warns us that we risk being rejected. Enough of who we are but because of Christ who lives in us. So when the pendulum starts its backswing in your direction, will you still allow love to look like something? The scriptures say that love with which God fills us compels us to go and make disciples of all nations. Through angels, God told the first followers to tell others of Jesus' saving loves. Let me give you the California translation. Hey, what are you doing standing around? Let's go. Go tell the folks in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, Reading, Anderson, Cottonwood, Shasta Lake City, Weaverville, Youthville, and the rest of the blanks, California, and the world. Go tell the whole world. Tell them about Jesus' love. Because love looks like something. It looks like Jesus. And as the Lord works through His people, that is you, that is me. Love looks like them. What does love look like? It looks like you telling others about Jesus' love for them. Amen. Amen. Let's rise and sing this, I believe.
Help us to treasure in our hearts all that you have done for us. And enable us to show our thankfulness in lives that are wholly given to your service. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Save and defend your whole church. Purchase with the precious blood of Christ. Strengthen your faithful people through the word and the holy sacraments. Making them perfect in love and in all good work. Establishing in them the faith once delivered to the saints. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Send the light of your truth into all the earth. Raise up faithful servants of Christ to advance the gospel and love both at home and in distant lands. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Preserve our nation in justice and honor that we may lead a peaceable life with integrity. Grant health and favor to all who bear office in our land. Help them to serve this people according to your holy will. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Take from us all hatred and prejudice. Give us the spirit of love and order our days in your peace. Prosper the labor of those who work to bring peace and justice to the nations of the world, that mutual understanding and common endeavor may be increased among all peoples. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. Sanctify our homes with your presence and bless them with joy. Keep our children in the covenant of their baptism and enable their parents to bring them up in lives of faith and devotion. Unite the members of all families in the spirit of affection and service that they may show your praise in our land and all the world. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. By your word and Holy Spirit, comfort all who are in sorrow or need, sickness or adversity. Be with those who suffer persecution of faith. Have mercy on those whom death draws near. Bring consolation to those in sorrow and grant to all a measure of your love taking them into your tender care. Lord, in your mercy. Hear our prayer. All these things and whatever else you know that we need, grant us, Father, for the sake of him who died and rose again, and now lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Lift your hands to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ, our Lord. For what had been hidden from before the foundation of the world, you have made known to the nations in your Son. And Him being found in the substance of our mortal nature, you have manifested the fullness of your glory. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, everyone praising you and saying,
and give him thanks, he broke it. He gave it to his disciples and said, Take eat, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup. And after having given thanks, he gave it to his disciples and said, Take drink. This is the cup of the New Testament of my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always.
Do we announcements this morning? Thank you. 